0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss furries, motion sickness, and Cuomo. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Ryan, we're back. We're better than ever. By, by what metric? All, by all metrics. By all possible human metrics. Everything is good. Nothing is bad. Hope has been restored. Balance has come back to the Force. The Sith have been defeated. I'm of course talking about my rewatching of Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of I can't even think the name movie's so bad I can't remember the name of it. Is it Rise of the Skywalker? No, Skywalker? it's Rise Stupid, of Skywalker. Stupid,
1: bad Terrible. title,
0: horrible title. This, is, this podcast is just about how much I was disappointed by Rise of Skywalker.
1: Or maybe it's Rise of the Skywalker. I think it's Rise of Not the Skywalker. Nor rise of. I think, Skywalker. I think it's
0: Rise of the Skywalker. Rise. The Rise of the. The Rise of Skywalker. I... <laughs> by menon it's the rise of skywalker we put the the on the wrong place unique new york what red leather yellow leather are <laughs> these uh are these voice uh are these like uh, uh these voice? are what
1: actors yeah, in yeah, like yeah. student we shows had, do
0: backstage when i when i was in seventh grade or sixth grade or whatever i went to a uh, performing arts uh junior high i uh, I did not know that that's so funny i went to a i went to a creative and performing arts junior high called rogers in pittsburgh and it like it it was like a magnet school where you had to be like a special talent like i am and uh, i by the way i i went to sixth grade barely went uh skipped seventh grade barely got out of eighth grade and then immediately dropped and then went to high school for like one month and dropped out um so very normal stuff that my parents were very pleased about uh but but in my short time at rogers i uh i started there i originally went for like they had some they had some like i mean actually i should talk to my mother about this cuz now i'm like sort of remembering stuff that i want to know if it's true or not they had a media program which was like a thing that was like computers and design and like It was like some weird thing, but that's what I went for because I was a computer nerd. It was something that was like computers and publishing and design. It wasn't like journalism, but it was like mixed media, multimedia thing. But then like when I right before I was supposed to start, they're like, oh, the person who runs the program like has like left the school or has died or something and we're not doing the program anymore. And they're like, yeah, And they're like, is there anything like, you know, are there other programs that Josh would be interested in here? And I went into the drama program um which was like for acting and stuff right and it was mm-hmm. it was run by our like drama stuff it was run by this guy named Doug Pona I don't know why I remember this who was in a who was in a movie starring Jeff Fahey that was made in Pittsburgh he had a very small role in it that much I remember Jeff Fahey is the guy who plays the lawnmower man and the lawnmower man um and wow I'm really on <laughs> it probably on a ramble here at any rate so I remember the thing you were just doing we used to do this thing in drama class that was like we would go through these and I think about them all the time These like things that are like he wanted us to repeat and one of them was like it was like this it was like closed cover before striking one was bridge freezes before road surface um uh it was like stuff like that like things you see all the time Mm -hmm. and we would like
1: do them like a chant um yeah there's a whole bunch of those one of the weirdest ones was (laughs) great story. i got to college i went to college for radio tv film and english with a theater concentration So I spent a lot of time in like acting classes and I knew a ton of those like weird rhymes, phrases, things you would like, like theater games and warm up and stuff. Right. And there was one that I didn't know that every other person knew and they thought it was astonishing that I didn't know it. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess, you know, cultural blind spot. And then when I became an adult, I've asked other people and nobody's ever heard of it. (laughs) What is it? Wait, what is it? It's um, what to do to die today at a minute or two to two, a thing distinctly hard to say, but harder still to do. We'll beat a tattoo at 22 to a tattoo, and the dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute to two to two today at a minute or two to two. Oh,
0: my God. That's dark. That's really strange. That is very unusual. And it kind of got, like, pretty, like fantasy novel yeah it's like some stuff about a dragon in there yeah
1: it's it it's one of those things that like you go to a theater party in college and if you check all your like inhibitions, and, like, judgment at the door, you will have the best time of your life because everything is free and everybody's kind of gay and there's, like, weird music playing from, like, a Broadway show that played for two dates and then closed and, like, everybody's brought mixers and baked goods and everybody's dancing and, like, hooking up and it's just, like, a big human mess of like joy and anything that could give you serotonin because all of those people were like depressed and the outside world didn't like understand them and so like our parties were so good but they always ended in something embarrassing like that or like everybody playing like fucking assassins and i'm just like god (laughs) this is so good and so crazy if anyone ever knows the, the things we do here um and as an adult it's hard as an adult it's hard to find that like that like companionship with people That's why, hey, that's
0: why Kevin Spacey got me too, man. You know, (laughs) he was looking, he was looking for that kind of companionship. (laughs) No, it's like what you were describing. Definitely sounds like the the stuff. I was just thinking of like all the stuff that came out in that Kevin Spacey story. Yeah, he was like hanging out with these like young actors, and you know, he's like at these parties, and yeah,
1: I think you should definitely only hang out with theater people your own age, and everybody should like yeah, age appropriate, age appropriate. Yes,
0: or you're like you were like everything is so free and everybody's a little gay and it's like i totally get it and i could i meant like, like we would to come
1: to the party sometimes wearing eyeshadow not
0: like everybody's blowing <laughs> not each, not each like, other <laughs> <laughs> so, and i and i didn't mean to suggest that at you know things being a little bit gay but that there were kevin spacey be two situations happening i was just thinking like one of the things that i remember in in some of those stories was about like the, just like kevin spacey like hanging out with like all these people and like you know it was like when he was like fairly young and I was like, oh, I bet Kevin Spacey was like really into those parties. Anyhow, sorry, very dark. Well, I mean, that's very also dark very riding. like
1: yeah. New York in the late 80s, early 90s. Like, it, right. it, it, it's like pre AIDS crisis, there was just like a ton of like writhing bodies in back rooms. And then like post that, you got a lot of like kiki house parties with like a ramekin full of K. And like, you wow. would like, Whoa. you would like, oh, is that like put a lampshade on like your the- head and like do some Fosse or whatever? <laughs> Is that the is that
0: the is that like wait because like what era is the um club kids?
1: Yeah, like that's happening at the same murder time. the murder era. <laughs> yeah, that's happening at the same time and that's what really brings all of the 90s to a close but there's like the difference between right. like the underground people and the yuppie people and the yuppie people of like underground New York were doing the same thing but it was more like beatnik I think more like yeah. dinner parties yeah. or whatever from what I've like read and watched and whatever. I was obviously yeah, a who child. Knows?
0: I mean, it was a, it was a, you were, a, you were not even more.
1: I was a child. Really. I was, I was a young, I was a power ranger at the time. I believe that's wonderful. That's,
0: is that a, is that a euphemism or is that you were actually a power ranger? <laughs> um, all right. Hey, let's talk about what's going on out there. A coronavirus raging, rampaging, ravishing the countryside ravishing is the wrong word, um, but raging and rampaging across the countryside. Horrible numbers, tons of deaths. Uh,
1: there were more nine one one calls placed yesterday than there were on nine eleven. Uh, there, the the
0: job, uh, the reports of, um, uh, jobless. The jobless reports are like uh, uh, filings or whatever. Are insane
1: record high. And the
0: New York Times. The New York Times actually had a um, amazing cover. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like they had the chart running underneath. It was like the front page of the actual paper, and it was like jobless claims like are at their highest level in history or whatever. And it was like the chart like over time, and then they had a whole side of the paper that was cut out basically, where like the one from this week was going all the way up the side of the paper. Like the chart started in the middle of the paper and cut across horizontally, yeah, and then just shot up along the side vertically. I have to say, like whoever designed it is a genius um in fact i want to find like they have these front page where is it they have the times in print yeah show me the don't they have like oh here it is oh it's right here it's today actually let me show this to you okay Okay. it's kind of amazing i mean whoever is behind this concept should win a design award but that's the least of our problems right now i'm going to share this with you just so you can see it because it's really cool um but yeah it's crazy this was today's this is friday march 27th which is when we're recording this. oh
1: my god you see it? Yeah.
0: Was I doing that justice? I don't think I was.
1: It's – I think you explained it in the theater of the mind. But I think it <laughs> – when you see it actually laid out, it's insane. Yeah. Um, the
0: theater of the mind is where I'm most effective, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the mind theater. 3.3 uh, 3 million unemployment claims were filed last week. Uh, a record number. I mean, to be clear – at the height of the of the 2008 recession, they were like, it was like just over 500,000. So this is like insane. Like nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. What's going on right now is nuts. I mean, we're watching the a total collapse of like everything, all preconceived notions of what the world was functioning like, you know?
1: I think we still are not going to understand how big this is. Um, until after, um and I think, I, you know, I was joking around a little bit, but I was like a little bit serious when this first started. I was like, "Wow, we have a world that's like pre-virus and post-virus, right?" And like we we are going to like there the American economy can't. It's not just going to be business as usual, and like our healthcare system can't go back to the way that it was. Like we we're going to have to overhaul it, and like yeah we're gonna have to try some stuff even if we make mistakes like we can't it was i mean there's no way to just like 3.3 million people unable to pay rent like uh, that's not yeah no it's and what's crazy is that we had so many people living paycheck to paycheck the people who had paychecks were living paycheck to paycheck and working for bosses living paycheck to paycheck at companies that are paycheck to paycheck with like state governments that are deep in red it's like we can't like, the, like, I know, I know we talk about it every week, but it's like Republican economics just don't work and we have to stop. We can't every 10 years try it again. Right. Like, we, we just can't. We have to stop. Like, we have to just understand facts. Like, I, I don't, I at mean, what point I mean, do, like, I mean, people learn?
0: Right. Well, I mean, they're, 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 I mean, it is, it's interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting to see, to do some, uh. I hate to use the word autopsy on this, but to but to do an autopsy after all of this is over, well, it may not be over really ever to be uh, to be honest, the way things are going. But um, to understand what 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 was true about the things that you heard people say about things like healthcare and what was a lie, you know, like, yeah. I think that we're going to discover that it's going to be much clearer. I mean, this is like post Obamacare there, you know, this thing happened, which was very present in the 2018 uh, midterms where people who I think people who were like essentially like Republicans, right? The Republicans tried to kill Obamacare in, in 2018, right? Or right after Trump took office, they started working on it. And and suddenly all these people who had insurance, who had not had it were like, oh, I need this. And and they were mad. And they fought – they, like, went out into the streets and fought, like, their – like, you know, they literally went to, like, town halls and yelled at, like, senators who were trying to kill it. And that actually had an impact, and I think it's because people were like, oh, wait, I have this thing now that I didn't have before. Obviously, it's not as comprehensive nearly as it should be, but, like, more people had it than didn't have well, it before. Well, it's like you before. couldn't
1: create Social Security or libraries today, but if you try to take them away, people freak out. Exactly. And I heard an interview – I heard an interview with uh, David Blight, who is a professor of history at Harvard, um, who was talking about how, in times of crisis, people remember why they need government and they turn to government. And in times of prosperity, people turn away from it because uh, it's hard to do your chores and and you don't want to. And then when everything falls apart, you have to get into good habits again. And right now, we're I think we're going to see a massive. I mean, we already see Republicans, everyone's a socialist in a crisis, and Republicans turn towards the only remedy, which is unity, and the only place in our society where everyone has a quote-unquote everyone, obviously this isn't actually true, but the only place in society where the ideal is that everyone has a voice and everyone is represented and everyone's interests are just as important as anyone else is the government. And so we have to stop acting like it's inherently evil, like... I, I don't I don't I can't think of a modern president that has done more damage than Reagan with the like greed is good and like you just get government out of my backyard bullshit because government is not inherently bad. It's like a tool that can be used for good or bad. But and and it's important that we regularly have discussions about waste and about corruption and about um about like the onerousness of certain regulation. But we're not a society that can have that discussion in a healthy way because of lobbying, because of Citizens United, because of a number of factors. And we need to get to a point where we can have a normal discussion about what a a healthy government would look like. And the answer can't be like the smallest possible because people have needs beyond what capitalism and beyond what their basic paychecks can at the moment can bring them. And those needs aren't they're not just human rights. They're good for everybody. If 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 everybody has healthcare, we don't have pandemics like this because even the least among us can go get tested and they're not going home with forty thousand dollars in debt and they're not gonna switch hospitals five times and they're not and we can then track you know who they interacted with and test those people and then we can shut a pandemic down. And right. It right. benefits rich people and the economy as a whole. And this is a lesson I think people are learning. And the same thing applies to education. The same thing applies to healthcare, applies to education, applies to childcare, applies to time off, applies to you know the amount of hours we work every week. And I think people will have to wake up in the way that we have been woken up by crisis before. And so I'm not saying any of this is worth it. It certainly isn't. And I don't think Trump, the Trump presidency... Um, if it has positive effects on people's understanding and people's like, if it has a, it ends up like we overhaul the system in a major way because of him, it, I don't I don't think it's worth it, and I'm not ever rooting for this kind of thing to happen. But if there is a silver lining, it's that people will have that you can only deny reality until it's like life or death, and then you're either dead or you realized, <laughs> and like that's right. that's gonna be a pretty good place to start. A conversation.
0: Right. No, I do. I think it's. I mean, look. If the if, if the only silver cl- uh, silver lining we can take away at the moment is people are going to see through the bullshit, which I do think has to. If it's not happening, if you're not seeing how corrupt and evil, I mean, I'm, I'm loath to use the word evil because it's kind of like has like essentially religious connotations, but like I don't know any other way to describe the behavior of the Republican Party and of Donald Trump in particular except like evil and craven and frankly murderous at this point i think and and like if if, this
1: though i do think we have to start and i am the i am the ultimate hypocrite when it comes to this. but i'm going to try to stop using the word evil and start using more descriptive words so that people can sort of i the people who have had their head in the, the sand at minimum will be able to start understanding like, the context for what they're seeing. So, like, right, it right. is greed, it's laziness, it's stupidity, it's ignorance, it's denial of science, it is egotistical, it is an obsession with individualism. I'm going to try to use those phrases yeah, rather that's than right. evil.
0: That's right, because evil, like, that's what I was saying, like, evil is not really, does not really sum up, evil is, like, a, a kind of, like, this vague term, which does literally have, like, religious connotations, and, like, this is, is all those things you just mentioned and so many more, and it is, like... It it, it, hopefully people can. I mean, you know, like, like I tweeted, I tweeted a a a thing last night that was basically like, you know, Trump like refuting. He was basically like, oh, I don't, I think like you know Cuomo's making up that New York needs so many ventilators, and it's like you know your 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 denial of helping to get those ventilators in this this stand the stance of like being like oh i think this is like a political thing is literal like actual youth like you're literally euthanizing people you're literally murdering murdering people by not providing them the help that you can provide them like where, where if you have a governor of the one of the largest states in America uh in terms of population and and who oversees you know america's not only one of america's largest cities but i guess maybe is it it's the largest city um in terms of in terms of population but also i mean inarguably one of the most important cities, particularly when it comes to shit like the economy. You know, like, this is yeah, where I Wall mean, Street it, is.
1: Like, like, and, and you're not... The, and, what people talk about when they talk about other cities, and I think this is important to note, when people talk about other cities, they talk about San Francisco being, like, the number one in tech, and LA is the number one in entertainment, or Dallas is number one in whatever, or Chicago yeah. is number one in whatever, Atlanta is yeah. number one in whatever. Cowboy boots. New York is, is either number one or number two in everything. Right. And I mean, so... It's not a boast. It's not trying to its not its not its isn't. It isn't. It is. It. It is. New York and California are the underpinnings of the American economy, and and it doesn't mean other places aren't important. It means that uh, we can stand if another place takes a hard hit. We can, as a nation, stand and help bounce them back, like bounce back from that. To be Without clear, New right. York and California as the engines of our economy. Like when we get bruised. Everybody feels it. When New York or California catches a cold, the rest of the country catches that cold. Right.
0: Well, literally, that's what's actually happening right now. Um, The the uh, but the reality is, um, you know, so so what I was so I tweeted this thing saying like this is basically like real time, like we're watching like this guy do like a mass murder in real time. And, you know, somebody was like, oh, your Trump derangement syndrome is showing. It's like, no, actually, this is not hyperbole. Like if Trump fails to recognize the crisis and fails to believe the governor of New York and fails to provide the help that New York needs to keep people alive, that's like effectively murder. Like if you're like uh, – if you, if you can stop someone from dying and you choose not
1: to, you're basically killing them. Like, I mean, this is, I, and, and the thing is, this is why I, I know I bring everything back to it, but this is why it bothers me that minority communities don't get listened to because this is the AIDS crisis. Not it's not a one-to-one comparison and I and, and know that it is disingenuous to act like it is, but especially to the AIDS victims or to people who st- are still diagnosed and start with HIV and are trying to get, like, rights and healthcare. But it is the same thing of, like, Ronald Reagan effectively created a plague and murdered thousands of gay men in the 80s, and nobody reported on it. Nobody cared until it was – until it affected every Amer- family in America. And that's the same – This same thing is happening. Like, you – a whole generation will die because of direct choices made by the president, and if that isn't murder, it's at least manslaughter. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it, oh, the point is that 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 we do have to.
0: I hope that people are. I mean, I'm not. I, I think we're way way beyond like the claim of hyperbole. Like this is like it's really happening. Like what's it's really happening? Like the president was like, I'm going to. Uh, you know, use the Defense Production Act and get these companies to make ventilators. And like he just lied about it and didn't do it. And the companies aren't doing it. And like people need these things to stay alive. People are dying like by now, like by the hundreds. And that's only going to go up. It's like, I'm not trying to like... What blows my
1: mind is is that when Americans talk about the Chinese government fudging their numbers or lying or trying to do PR spin, they act like with such disdain, like the Chinese government, which is a constant liar. And it's like, what do you think our government is doing? Have the same venom and disdain just because you're familiar with the fact that Trump is a reality star who does reality star methods at every turn doesn't make it less morally disgusting that as a nation, we're just allowing this. Like our, our, like like our representatives are co-signing every lie he tells by not like acting.
0: It's absolutely outrageous. And, um, you know, you know, we're all very upset, obviously.
1: And it's just, it's crazy because like every once in a while I say like a turn of phrase, like I'll say to John, like, well, it's not the end of the world. And he's like, well, it, it kind of is. <laughs> well, and it it's can- like, I keep forgetting that this is kind of the big one. It's the end of the world as we knew it, uh, not to not to get break into a musical number, but it is the end of the world as we knew it. And, and it's hard. It, it, our brains aren't built to accept, like, that much change that quickly. And so I'm trying to be patient with family members that are not, that keep acting like things are going to be normal in a month. Like, I have family members that are like, well, we'll just get together in a month and I'll give it to you. And I'm like, no, like, don't purchase anything at Costco because I will not be seeing you for the course of the summer. Like, just don't do that. Or like, if you have a gift for some me to give to someone else for their birthday, like, that's not happening. Like, nail <laughs> it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. We're not going to get all get together for like a while. And if we do, it will be through some like extenuating circumstances or like we'll have had to accept that we'll be murdering people to do it.
0: Right. Right. It's.
1: I, I. That's why this like discussion of Easter. It's like. Oh, the Easter
0: discussion is my favorite. That's my favorite.
1: Like we're going to. We're going to. We all fucking did all this shit. We, we We worked out entire last minute solutions to this. We all separated. We shut our whole economy down to like hit the undo button on Easter and just start murdering. Right. People? Like, what I mean, are you like, talking like, about? Literally. I mean, literally I, I think
0: that no one in the, no one in the major cities is buying it. Certainly no governors, none that I've seen. There's some, I guess there are some people like some fucking, there are some governors out there like, yeah, go shopping. It's no big deal. But like their shit hasn't hit yet, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, like if you live in New York now and you think you're going back to work in two weeks, then there's something seriously wrong with you. I can't imagine being in this place in this moment and not hanging on every word that the governor says who, you know, is like for better or worse, like the only person that is regularly speaking with clarity and intelligence about what is going on, you know, at a, sorry, I'm very sniffly right now. This could be, this could be COVID. Hold on. It's not, I just have allergies, but goddamn bad time. Like, come on. Does it also have to be during allergy season? You know, it's like everybody's like false flags all over. You know, every day I wake up, I got a false flag on my my body situation. Um, Anyhow, you know, it's like nobody's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to work in two weeks. Like if you if people if like if like anybody from our company was like, hey, it's been two weeks. We're clear to go in the office. I'd be like, you're clear to go in the office. I'm gonna stay at home until the governor says. Like, I wouldn't let we, anyone on
1: our team or related teams. Like, I, I, if if our company was like we're doing this, yeah. I would message. And they're not. To I be could. clear,
0: to be clear, they're not. And of we were. Not. and, and we had people staying at home. Like, I think ahead of the curve, way um, ahead of the curve. We've yeah. been great about that. Yeah. 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 And 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 uh, I mean, honestly, as soon as this shit started, I was like, I was like, if you, seriously, like, unless there's some emergency, like, don't go in. But like, but I think that. But I, and I think generally, like, we've been good on that. And I, I just we've wanna, been
1: very good on it. I, I want to be clear. I, I want to be clear about that medical situation yeah, but it won't where a company right was but, trying to get i would get on slack and message every single person i could get my hands on and tell them not to right exactly and and they and they
0: and listen i don't think anybody who's who's watching what's happening here is is gonna be in a rush to go back until they hear very clearly like you know the cases are are on a down on a massive downturn we have you know treatments that are now like very effective in in preventing or uh uh, quickly ending this, if you have it, like there's going to need to be a massive data set that we see that says, all right, you know, the weather has changed, the treatments have changed, the cases, the rate of cases has gone massively down. Like now we can start to think about returning to normal life. And by the way, I say this as a person whose industry is going to be deeply affected, right? Our industry can be deeply affected by this as every industry is basically, unless you work in like, the grocery store industry, which apparently is crushing it right now. No surprise. Um, you know, I have a kid who's stuck at home, who can't go to school, can't see other children, who can't play normally. It's, like, really fucking painful to watch. Like, nobody wants – there's no person who wants to be doing this, you know? It's, like, it's detrimental to our way of life. It's detrimental to, like, our mental health and our and our even our physical health to some extent. Um, and so, like, this idea that, like, Trump thinks he can, like, bully – the 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 United States of America into like sucking it up is like it's like one of the ultimate shitbag moves of all time you know and it just it just displays like a total lack of intelligence of 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 um, empathy of just awareness of the fucking situation and it blows and I'm I'm exhausted by it let's talk about something else shall we let's talk about let's just change the topic what else is going on that we can talk about that isn't <laughs> – It's very little – that isn't coronavirus? Actually, let me say a couple of quick things about coronavirus that I think are <laughs> some some bright spots, some things that we've covered recently. So one is like – um, we have a great story. I don't know if you've read it. You've read it, I know, but uh, – which I think is a really interesting – like it's not like a straight up – like this is a coronavirus story, but we did this great feature about how porn stars – are trying to break into being like cam stars and like it's actually very hard for them to get like to build like such a passionate direct following and i think it's a really interesting story that everybody should take some time to read i mean we're trying to like part of i think what we're trying to do now is also see the 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 way this is not just about like this specific thing that will make you sick but about how like it's changing a lot of our the ways that we interact with each other and the way society is functioning right now um, we did a story, which I think is awesome. MIT has this project for an open source ventilator that's like you know costs like roughly a hundred dollars to make. I think it's super interesting, and it's you know it's giving me giving me life, and literally we'll be giving actual people life at some point. Um, and then like you know, another thing that we've covered a little bit is like all of these like live stream things that are happening. Like um, Diplo is doing this, like Twitch is doing like a twelve hour charity stream, and it's just so interesting to see us all shift to this like always on online state of affairs and like to kind of step back and admire how as as, mu- as mad as we are about the internet all the time and about the tech companies in a moment where like we're so cut off from one another like literally, you know, physically cut off from one another like the internet has been such an amazing tool and such an am- and these tech companies who listen, I still have a lot of anger about a lot of the stuff they're doing but I think we also are seeing like Well, this is what they started. This was the idea they started with, and here it is. Like a lot of this stuff, like here it is coming to fruition in a way that feels like really, like surprisingly, um, good and natural and nice, which is like a very strange feeling to have about like Facebook or Instagram or whoever, you know. And I think we should, you know, acknowledge that there are good things that are happening in the face of all these horrible things. And, uh, you know, you can't let... Don't let the man get you down. That's what I'm saying. You know? You gotta fight. You gotta fight back with all your... With all you Whatever you have left. You gotta get your Animal Crossing out. Get your Switch out. Put your Animal Crossing on there. And just plant some trees or whatever the fuck you do in that game. Because I'm not playing it. Do you plant trees in Animal Crossing?
1: You can plant trees.
0: Should I play it?
1: It's... I don't... Uh, I don't know if you would enjoy it. Really, I think you would if you went in with zero expectations and just enjoy the like gameplay loop. It's like getting into like a zen sort of like zone, and yeah. then every once in a while you get like a hit of like dopamine.
0: Like Laura's playing it constantly. Like as soon as yeah, Zelda it feels goes, really good, as soon as Zelda goes to bed, she gets out the switch and she's just locked into Animal Crossing. I'm like, do you care if I watch? She's like, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I'm like literally watching the West Wing in the background. She's like, does not give a shit. By the way, the West Wing is hilarious to watch right now. It's like hilarious. I mean, the West Wing is normally hilarious to watch. But I was like, God, I don't know what to watch. I need to watch something. I'm like, oh, the West Wing. Remember that? Like, we were in the middle of like season three. I was like, the West Wing would be a trip to watch right now. And I got to tell you, it is. I'm almost wondering if like Trump has watched the West Wing, because I feel like some of his stuff, I feel like he thinks he's like the president on the West Wing jed bartlett i believe is his name oh totally anyhow you sound distracted what's going on are you reading something
1: no i'm thinking about what it would be like if will mcavoy on the newsroom had to report on coronavirus oh my and god I think he would give an impassioned speech about how we can't let fear stop us and we should all go out into the world and no. let the chips fall where they will i don't and know i don't know that's probably out of touch
0: so that's definitely the kind of that definitely i mean it would make for a good speech
1: He'd be like, "Americans don't care about invisible enemies. We've taken on Al Qaeda, or whatever." Yeah. yeah, that
0: sounds about right. We took on the Reds. Oh wow! <laughs> well, we're still taking on the Reds to this day. You know, the Reds got us. They got us good. The
1: Reds, baby.
0: Um. Anyhow, Red Scare podcast. Oh Shut that down. Just no! Kidding. I love the Red Scare girls. They're, they ju-
1: they love they love saying slurs. They they'll, they'll just say them. There's they one thing. You know what I love they'll just, about they'll just call someone a faggot.
0: One thing I love about free speech and comedy is like it's all about just doing racist slurs. It's all that, about slurs. When you want to when you want to showcase the best that free speech has to offer, I think the only way to do it is it's to, to, to bully
1: do, mentally handicapped people. That do, is how you do to, it.
0: To do a slur, a racist slur, a homophobic slur. A slur about, you know, people with disabilities, any of that is the way to go.
1: Yeah, that's uh, super cool. And definitely the most like probably the most helpful thing you could do right now is be sarcastic and do coke. That's definitely, definitely like definitely. oh, I can't even imagine. Like I don't what, I what haven't listened like to that.
0: I actually haven't, I'll be honest with you. I've only listened to a few minutes of like one Red Scare podcast and I had to turn it off um because it's it was so bad and stupid. But I, be know like, I
1: started doing coke so that I could save my rations yeah. um, and I've gotten really skinny and I want to oh. get covid so that I can be like hot. And you're yeah. like, is this satire or um, and even if it is, why isn't it good? It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> if this is satire, why isn't it good? <laughs> um, at any rate, I, I, uh, yeah, so anyhow, so that's all happening. Um, uh, Going back to video games for a second. <laughs> transitioning back to video games for one quick moment Mm -hmm. are you have you played the new half-life game i have not played okay i haven't played it either i honestly like here's the thing i think about i actually bought dramamine when i was when i went out to get some like stuff like medicine to have in the house like oh we should get tylenol because apparently ibuprofen can react badly if you have like the you know COVID 19 or whatever um i was like oh i'm gonna get some dramamine because i do get like motion sickness while playing vr games yeah. and i was like john I'm does gonna...
1: ginger and he points a fan at his face and he does swears that work
0: it. he swears by so wait, it. so wait so what does he, he eats like some just eat some raw ginger
1: ginger or ginger ale just something with ginger oh. and then hmm. you let uh, like you point a fan at your face and it helps trick your body into thinking you're in motion so oh, you wow. don't get that like that like that uh what is it called the um, like gap in perception that causes yeah. nausea.
0: Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Well, I was playing, yeah. I played Boneworks for like
1: an hour and I was like, I need to like lay down. This is bad, you know? Resident Evil 7 was uh, like the vomit comet of our apartment for a while. Like yeah. we both really wanted to Did play it. Did you actually it, throw scared, up playing it? Yes. And it took, it would take me out for like four hours. Oh my God,
0: it. no, no, no. So yeah, like, so was, like yeah. I,
1: so I bought Dramamine because Dramamine
0: definitely works for my, Motion sickness when I've had like on trains or in cars, like sometimes I get motion sick and that has definitely worked. Um, I haven't taken it yet. I've been thinking every time I think, like, I literally, my whole energy spectrum is like, Bob, at this point in the day, I'm like, damn, I can't wait to fucking game, man. I'm going to get the new Half Life. I'm going to get my headset on or whatever. Or I'm going to play. I'm going to finally finish, you know, control or I'm going to like get deep into the outer worlds or whatever. I have so many games that I haven't played. Like the the the, the, the backlog the fallen, is insane. The fallen, the fallen Jedi or whatever it is, Fallen Order, the Last Jedi, whatever the fuck that game is called. The Star Wars game is really good. I'm like pretty deep into it, but I'm like, and I think like oh, I'm gonna play it. I just got that State of Decay, new State of Decay. I got uh, uh what's the other game I just bought? Oh, I got Zombie Zombie U basically, which I want to like get back into. And I'm like at this point in the day, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, tonight's the night, game on. And then by like eight o'clock, I'm like, I'm so fucking tired that just the idea of even picking up the controller is
1: bumming me out. That is why Animal Crossing rules, because you don't need to focus. You don't need a ton of attention. You're just like doing little cute things, and you're making things all even cuter. And then, you know, a kitty stops by and is like, hey, thanks for being great. And you're like, Uh, I am great. And then a butterfly lands on your nose, and you're just so happy. Does that happen? Oh, God, it all happens.
0: I know you, you can catch tarantulas in it, which is cool. Yeah, it's kind Seems of cool, hard, though. Anyhow, you wrote a guide for us about playing any uh, game, emulating games, which I think is very helpful and useful. Um,
1: yeah, I think... Um, the, I saw a lot of people on social media pulling out old systems only to discover that they didn't work or that they couldn't find the game that they wanted to play or that like they don't hook up to their TV anymore. Like My TV doesn't have composite or component inputs anymore. I discovered yesterday when I was trying to... Um, so I bought a sega dreamcast that runs with an sd card mod so you can just like put a bunch of roms or isos or whatever on Mm -hmm. the sd card and then you plug that right into your tv and it runs it on the original hardware Mm -hmm. um and i'm very excited to play with it um but i haven't been able to really like get into it because my tv doesn't take the inputs and i don't have a scart cable for um the OSSC so I had to order that but I I mean all of which to say I saw a lot of people having these similar issues on social media and so I was like I think a majority of people don't understand that their like cell phone can emulate an N64 game like you don't need to find the cartridge right Um, so we put together a guide um, that's on the site about uh, all my picks of the best uh, emulator apps obviously people listening to this show might understand how to use retro arc and Tony knows knows how to do it
0: but Tony got a raspberry
1: pie set up in his living room. <laughs> but if you don't, and honestly, I know how to use RetroArch, and I don't always love having to deal with it. Um, there are really great apps and some, there are some emulators that you can't use um in the retro arc engine. So like you, you're not going to be able to download the redream core. Um, you have to buy the app for, it's like $5 for an unlimited license, but y- there's a free version um the, on the, purchased version just like upscales the games and gives you extra features within games but the redream emulator is like a perfect dreamcast emulator like it's flawless um and i don't think people realize that that's like around and you can do that um so yeah we can put together that guide uh and i think that uh, i feel like the whole world is into video games right now like i think animal crossing just it, it, the amount of just physical sales sold in the uk surpassed Every other Animal Crossing title combined, yeah, um, and that's without digital sales. That's not worldwide. So, like, I think right now the whole nation, at least, is deeply, deeply into the escapism of like Isabel um, or whatever other video games. And it's kind of a fun time to uh, be the friend that can like offer people re- recommendations.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I um I I, I
0: again it, this all goes back to my my big issue with not feeling like i want to play games i want to escape from this reality and uh i just need to be able to have the energy how do you find the energy how do you find the energy to play
1: i mean what if i what what if i want to play a game that isn't animal crossing you know i have to do two things to find the energy to really do anything that isn't work or laying in bed um I have to lay in bed and and be depressed or lay on the couch and be depressed or do nothing just stare into space for as long as it takes for me to get over that. Um, That's just my personal mental health journey Um, without the ability to like leave my apartment or like see other people. That's kind of the best way I've come up with. Cause if I pretend that it's not happening or that I'm not depressed or I'm not exhausted, I'll just bottle it up and it will all come out later. Um, But once that's done, I've been trying to carve out, hours where I say like I'm taking a lunch break in the middle of the day like I I understand our website it's my number one priority I want to make sure everybody hears from me I have slack on but for an hour during the day I'm not writing I'm not editing I'm not answering email I will pull out Animal Crossing and John will make me a grilled cheese and I'll just sit and honestly like it 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 has transformed the day because the little breaks that we were getting like leaving the office to go buy a sandwich or taking the subway and commuting home or you know, you know, we're in a meeting and someone's presenting something that doesn't apply to you. So you can look at your phone like those little breaks of the day don't exist when you work from home. And so it's just chores and work and being in a relationship and whatever fucking other shit. Like if you have a kid, like it's all that stuff mm. all the time. Mm. And if we don't carve out time for like the things that are, quote unquote, non-essential, like we're not going to have them. And it ends up they're like way more essential then. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's also like grooming stuff. Like I oh. for oh, I was yes. really struggling with – I would wake up at 8 a.m. for our editorial meeting. Then I would just go right into work or, – or for our vet meeting on Slack. And then I would just go right into work, and then we have an editorial call at 10 – and then I was like, "Well, now I want to get all this work done." And I was just like, not showering in the morning. Mm. And now in the morning we do our vet meeting. Then I take the time to go in the shower, brush my teeth, wow. shave, and then yeah. sit down at ten. And if I don't get a ton done in the morning, it's like I wasn't doing that before this. Like I was traveling right. into the office. Well, I, I,
0: I, there are. Listen, I mean, there isn't, there isn't a huge advantage. I mean, like, look, I'm still working, and Zelda's like yelling at me all the time. But like, I'm home for dinner you know, that's cool. I'm home for bedtime every night. I'm here in the mornings. Like I can hang out a little bit because I'm not rushing around to try to go in or whatever. That is like kind of amazing. And like, I will, ch- I will say, I will cherish this time, even though I'm still like, we're going through, we dealing with a lot of work right now, like across the organization, but like, you know, uh, I I'm happy to, to have that time. I mean, it's funny, the, the grooming thing you mentioned, cause just before this I uh, got on to do the podcast I was talking to Nicole Nicole Del Sandro who is um uh, our editorial ops person at um at the the Culture and Innovation Group which is our our little gang at um at bustle and and we were talking about I one of the things I've noticed since I've been doing Zoom stuff every day is like I'm like damn like my eyes look really like puffy you know like I'm definitely not sleeping enough and I'm definitely drinking too much and that is 100% the cause like I'm like if I didn't drink and I slept like 10 hours a night I'd be all set I think but she's like oh yeah like get this like there's this like stone you can get um and she's like get she's like I started using this and it like relaxes your face and I'm like oh my god this is exactly what I need and then I started looking for like expensive like eye stuff like eye cream or whatever and I bought like a really expensive tube of like special eye cream with like nutrients or whatever but like it's actually like I that's stuff that I would never pay attention to normally because I'm so busy just like I'm spending so much time rushing around and not thinking about myself at all. Like I like started using, I got a thing set up on our tread, we have a treadmill here and I put my, I put a laptop stand on it so I can like work from the treadmill. And I did like, you know, a mile and a half while working the other day, which is not much, but like when you're not walking around at all, it really like is, you know, pronounced how little you're like doing things. And so anyhow, so like little stuff like that is actually kind of nice, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm rambling now, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a different, I it's think there's a whole a different way of living.
1: There's a temptation to, like, drop everything that we were doing and, like, start over, and I don't think we should drop everything. Right.
0: What do you mean? You, like, inhumanity? Like, like-
1: be like i don't really need to look good so i'm not gonna like you know who no. cares about whatever care i don't you, really you need should to, you like
0: should, you should look good for yourself i mean if you feel or like good, i don't need you know. to
1: move my body we're stuck in the house like ugh, it is what it is like no try just try yeah and i know i'm saying this because i have the exact same thing so i'm I not mean, trying to be like scoldy i'm trying to tell you like i understand and like but we all have to try to put on like ring fit and do some squats
0: like yeah i mean the the uh we definitely should be people should be exercising i don't mean like you gotta like get cut i mean like just keep yourself moving around and try to like get in the steps that you would not that you would normally be getting if you like were out in the world because we're definitely not doing that i'm definitely not doing that here at home um there are other things that you know there are other upsides but ultimately you know it's like yeah. Anyhow. All right. What else is there going on out there? What other messages can we send to Tony? What other messages of support can we give to the people in the world? What else is it? I mean, this is, a, you know, the, the, the coronavirus story is so dominating. It's so completely dominating that it's like, it's hard to think or talk about anything else. Um,
1: well, it's sort of like, we. It, I mean, it is Trump, but it is also like Trump, which people were like so sick of hearing about Trump but it's like but th- his election affected every single thing in the world like <laughs> like it's hard to 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 distang- like it's as if if everything in the world is spaghetti he is the sauce that is on everything and getting wow. everywhere Wow! and like we have to just sort of deal with that and that that's what this virus is like I, you know a great album just came out today uh Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia and Ooh. it has a 95% score on metacritic um it is wonderful and it's disco and dance and it's just wonderful and she has just really progressed as a performer and a musician in such a short amount of time um it's very kylie minogue it's very it's just amazing um but so stream that that's that was going to be one of my nice things um but you know this morning john john's parents aren't in the best of health and in particular they're going through some stuff right now that's very inconvenient um even just logistically uh to, in contrast with Covid and stuff, and you know, both of our works are you know, you know it's it's been a struggle to keep the quality that we want the site to be at um and balance everything else and to make sure the numbers all work and to make sure you know we're reporting on this in a way that we feel good about. It, it, it's a ton of fresh challenges. and so it can be really overwhelming. and so John's work has been very overwhelming and. He was also trying to make breakfast this morning, and then he got a bunch of calls that he didn't want to get, and he had to deal with a social worker and all this stuff. And, like, I just asked Google to play a couple of the songs from the new album, and it's so silly, but, like, I will forever now, in my memory, relate this very good album um, with this moment in time when I, like, really, really needed a happy song to dance to to make John laugh. Hmm. And, like, it broke up the morning, and he, like, before we started recording he came in and was like thank you so much for doing that and it's like it's hard to separate what's happening from like everything else and so i i guess like it's sort of like like do you have albums where like when you hear the songs you think specifically of where you were and what you were doing and why you needed that like song so much (laughs) me I try to
0: I try to forget everything as soon as it happens. That's my goal. I'm just um, I mean, uh, no, all my all my music memories. Most of my music memories are sad. To be honest with you, I mean, maybe it's
1: because you need music most when you are sad.
0: I think it's it's more like uh, I have a my my mind gravitates towards like depressing music. My like tastes gravitate towards depressing music. But I also don't like. I'm not a person who pairs um like things with music very often i mean this is i'm sorry this is probably not the answer you're looking for but i don't my brain doesn't love the combination of music and situations like except like obviously dance parties you know like but like i'm not like uh, you know not to get personal but like i would prefer to not have music on like during a uh sexual activity for instance like Mm -hmm. i find it very distracting you know or like I don't know. I don't really like concerts that much. Like I don't like live music. Like I,
1: <laughs> you I don't know, like but concerts. I, but it's just because I don't like people. But
0: I listen to music really differently than most people, too. And I'm not saying I'm special or whatever. But like because I was a producer, I like listen to it in a way where I'm like constantly dissecting like the production. Yeah. No. And I got that.
1: John hates watching TV shows or movies with me because I spend the whole time critiquing the like technical aspects. Right. Of
0: it. Right. Yeah. So like it's harder for me to put like to feel totally like with music like uh un. uninvolved like it's paired with something where the the music isn't in some way a focus or a distraction from what is happening so that's just that's just one man's problem though that's just me well for
1: me it's like everything that's happening is gonna be reflected through the lens of this so it's like you know that album is great but it kind of sucks for her that or it's good i mean I, i really can't say um but This moment in time will be like married to it because I think a lot of people will be doing what I did, which is like dancing in their own apartments or like listening to it in headphones or something. And that changes the experience of like when a good song comes out and you first time hear it at the bar that weekend and you're like, ah, it's already here. Like, let's like get a beer and dance or whatever. And that will not be the relationship people have with this music. And I think it's kind of similar, like the Tiger King on Netflix phenomena.
0: Yeah. Everybody's talking about this.
1: And it's crazy because I followed this story for years. Like I remember I was in vegan Facebook groups and they would talk about these anim- crazy animal rights people and their insane stories. And then I listened to a podcast that kind of summed up everything that had happened in that world. Um, and it was crazy. And now this Netflix documentary came out and people have the time and it's sort of the chaos of it and the desperation of these people um, is super relevant to our current moment. And so it's like people are obsessed with it. But I think forever, in some way, this guy, Joe Exotic, who like had his own zoo and this, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but go watch it. He's like kind of tied to this moment because we all collectively needed a bigger train wreck than ourselves to pay attention to.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's, I get it. But it's sort of weird. Like it's hard, like every nice thing will have to be a distraction of some kind. Like it's not like I could be like, oh, and you know, I'm loving these socks. It's like I'm loving these socks because it's cold in my apartment that I'm trapped in. You right. Like- right. 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 no, it's 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 all tainted with the little
0: bit of the of the bit it's the it's bittersweet. Bittersweet is how yeah. I describe it. Um yeah, I just uh I just um you know, can we ever go back to the way we were can we ever go back to the way it used to be i don't have the answer but i do think we should wrap up um because <laughs> we gotta wrap up because i don't want i i want to do more of these i don't think we need to make them as long you know this is obviously we've already done an hour or whatever but um i also need i have a bunch of things i need to do and we're having today our first ever i should tell have the 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 i should tell tony he'll be interested our our um editors we normally meet so we have an editorial with several editorial meetings every day for the input team and we normally have like uh a four like a four o'clock meeting that we do but today's four o'clock is going to be a happy hour uh a non-work happy hour which i'm very excited about and i want to make sure i get everything done before that so i'm i can truly relax with
1: trying to have priorities here with the
0: crew yeah yeah and i think tonight i'm going to oh well, maybe I'll game. I don't know if I'm going to game tonight. I'm definitely going to get Animal Crossing, though. Like, I'm definitely, definitely getting it. We Animal have two Crossing.
1: copies in this house, and it has been a balm on the burns. Yeah, the I think
0: that's what I need is something maybe a little bit more, like, I don't feel the pressure to put in a lot of time, and I can just dip into it, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's the answer here. Um.
1: Well, do you have any nice things to leave on?
0: Um... I mean, my jade face massager is but my nice thing, and I don't haven't gotten it yet, but I'm excited to start a new skincare routine that involves me rubbing my face with a stone. <laughs> you know, that's my nice thing. Yeah, yeah. You have a nice thing. Um,
1: I would say uh, there's an anime on Netflix called Cells at Work, mm. uh, which is basically it's like it takes place in a city, but the entire city is a human body, and each character is a humanoid, but they each represent a cell in the human body, and the antagonists are viruses and bacteria and stuff like that, Uh, cancers, stuff like that, and in each episode, you see how the cells work together to take down the villain, but it's all pretty scientifically accurate, and it's sort of represented as a anime power rangers sailor moon style fight but what goes down is representative of what actually happens in the human body and it has been very weirdly calming for me to watch this show because it's very reassuring to remember that our bodies are amazing and powerful and we we can overcome disease and that we have survived this long at all is astonishing accomplishment for some goo that arose from like a lightning strike on a fucking planet that's mostly made of water. Wow. Like it's crazy wow. that 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 our bodies are as amazing as they are. Um, and you'll also get a better understanding of how our immune systems work. And I think we could all use that right now. So, um, it's also just a fun show. It's genuinely a really fun, good show. It's on Netflix. Um, it's very good. So I would say. Uh, if you've already watched B Stars and Tiger King, uh, that that that's a that's a good follow up. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I've never
0: heard of this show. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it sounds very interesting. I don't watch love anime. Like Laura definitely. You gotta would. watch B Stars. You
1: gotta watch B Stars.
0: I do. What oh is, my god! Incredible. What's, what's B Stars about?
1: B Stars is. You know how like um, Zootopia is like sort of like a furry, a furry paradise, like Disney's furry paradise. Yeah, it's a where weird, all the it's a weird movie. Humanoid.
0: I've only watched like thirty or forty percent of that movie. Like when Zelda was much younger, like I tried to like we tried to like watch it a couple of times. So I've seen like the first like forty minutes of it. Like it's four a fun times.
1: movie. That's like a pretty with a good message that is also like not a perfect metaphor for race or anything. Like it, it it's a little heavy handed, um, but it's fun. And it, it's sort of like, what if all the an- anthropomorphized animals really did live in a society together? Like how would it work? Um, that's what Beastars is. And it's about the like push pull of predator and prey in a society. And this wolf has like sexual feelings for a bunny that he's supposed to like oh, right. either look down upon or want to eat. And it is Fascinating and so weird. It's very like Twilight. I, I I I can't tell if it's wonderfully good or like just weirdly sexual enough to keep your attention. But I, you gotta watch it. It's yeah. super worth discussing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Well, all right. All I right. accept it. Well, that's I, it. I, and Tony accepts it. All right. Well, uh I guess we should wrap up. We should go back to our respective uh, duties and uh, get prepped for this uh, very important. Um, uh, happy hour
1: yeah
0: uh i gotta shower at some point it's very important you keep showering gotta keep shower gotta shower nonstop all day every day that's my policy that's my policy bye goodbye Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back maybe sooner than next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best and your family's totally fine and really adjusting nicely to this new uh, stay-at-home lifestyle.